Does observing live heart surgery make a difference in the lives of America's high schoolers? You are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special Clinician's Roundtable series on children's health. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is registered nurse Patricia Seifert, the education coordinator for the cardiovascular operating room at Innova Heart and Vascular Institute in Falls Church, Virginia. Ms. Seifert, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you very much, Susan. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us about the Looking Down from the Dome program. Well, this was a program that started actually a number of years ago, even before we had an observation dome. And we've always liked to do education, and we would have a lot of visitors come to our cardiac operating room. And we eventually expanded. uh, We were on the Inova Fairfax campus in Falls Church, and we built an observation dome over our new ORs. And as we had more and more people showing interest, we sort of promoted that dome initially for medical students and whatnot. But working with Dr. Edward Lefrac, who was the surgeon that started the program, he mentioned one day about the Bogalusa Heart Study, which is, of course, the wonderful work that Dr. Gerald Berenson has done out of Tulane. And Dr. Berenson's Bogalusa Heart Study has looked at young people and the development of heart disease in comparison to the Framingham Heart Study. Well, anyway, I actually called Dr. Berenson, who was nice enough to talk with me, and and we talked about heart health in um, young people. And then in working with Dr. Lefrac, we thought we would start a program for high school students. And so we started putting out invitations, if you will, to local area high schools that this was a learning opportunity for them to bring the students in and actually observe surgery. And that's really how it started. In 2002, we wanted to formalize it even more. So we developed a proposal for our investigational review board and to, in order to do a pretest, post-test so we could measure what the students knew and, and what they might have learned from the experience. And then we put together a fairly structured format and with specific heart health kinds of things. And so that's when we really started the formal program. And that uh, proposal was accepted by the IRB, and we've really been doing it pretty much since 2002. So in a nutshell, that's, that's how it started. How many students have participated? Since 2002, when we started keeping the numbers, we've had over 25,000 students. Oh, my. <laughs> it's, it's a large number. What are the specific goals of the program? Initially, it was looking at learning about heart surgery, but we refined those. So our formal goals now and those that we put in our proposal were to connect the experience in the hospital setting with the high school curriculum to enrich the student's knowledge about the cardiovascular system. A second one was to teach students about the wide variety of careers available in healthcare, and then Finally, and probably the most important, is to increase both the high school students and their families, um, their awareness of cardiac disease risks and risk reduction strategies. I will tell you, though, we also informally, we have used this successfully for recruitment. We've had at least a couple of uh, nursing students that have come in and are now part of our cardiac OR. They uh, went through the fellowship. And then it's also been a good for meeting 
uh, team members, and that fits somewhat with the variety of careers, but they get to see perfusionists and anesthesia people, and so there, there are a number of, of uh, goals. If you're just joining us, you're listening to a special children's health program on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is registered nurse Patricia Seifert discussing the Looking Down from the Dome program. Ms. Seifert, outline how the students spend their day while participating in the program. Well, what they do initially is the teacher usually from, and it's usually a specific class within a school, and the teacher will call the office that keeps the schedule for the dome, which gets booked up completely, especially in the winter, not so much in the summer when they're off. But they'll call and they'll get themselves a slot for the morning, basically. And then they will meet in the uh, lobby of the, of the dome where the dome nurse educator will meet them. That nurse will have gone to the pre-op area First, though, and review the patient's history, risk factors in particular, and confirm that the consent was signed by the patient for observation because we have that consent request for all of our patients. And let me just say, if there's no consent, those patients aren't observed. So anyway, the nurse then meets with the students, and then she will bring the students to a classroom which is adjacent to the actual observation room. And uh, the students will first sign a HIPAA release and, you know, for confidentiality and whatnot. And then the students are given a pre-test. It's approximately 10 questions. And they will take that test. And then the nurse will review the patient information. And by that, I mean, what are the risk factors? Is the patient hypertensive, diabetic, uh, that kind of thing? What kind of heart disease. We, we generally try to have patients undergoing coronary artery bypass surgery in the dome room because that's one of the easiest things to see and also many students can relate to it. In fact, a number of students have had family members who have undergone the surgery. None of the information, though, will identify the patient specifically. And we do caution the students that while they're in the hospital, not to discuss the surgery. Even though they don't know who the patient is, you know, Murphy's Law says that the patient's family member is going to be next to the student in the cafeteria. So uh, it would be possible for that to create a problem. So we ask them not to discuss anything, although they're free to discuss anything that they've seen or learned in their classroom after that. Once the um, nurse has gone over that information, she'll use a heart model very often, explain bypass surgery, sort of draw a diagram. There's a blackboard there, draw a diagram of who the players are, where the surgeon stands, and that kind of thing. If somebody's wearing a headlight, it's probably a surgeon. And then once the nurse has confirmed that the patient is fully draped, she'll, or he, will go into that observation dome and just make sure the patient is draped and unrecognizable. Then she'll bring the students into the dome, and we have chairs all around. It's a 360-degree. And then the students will take their seats. They tend to move around this sort of fidgety sometimes, and a nurse will talk about the surgery. She'll also, though, go over the test questions, not so much this is the answer to question two, but to make sure that the students have that information given to them because there are a number of interesting things that many, many students aren't aware of, and the most classic one is that most students 
don't know that uh, women die mainly from heart disease. Uh, you know, if you ask the students what's the leading cause of death in women, many of them will raise their hand and say breast cancer. So it, that's a good learning thing for them. Once most of the surgery is done, the nurse will give the students the post-test, and then they'll go over review those answers together, ask, answer any questions and whatnot. And then before the patient is um, has the drapes removed, then the students go back into that adjacent classroom, and they'll debrief in there. And very often the surgeon, I mean, Dr. LaFrac comes up frequently and will talk to the students, and, you know, then they ask their questions and whatnot. If you're just joining us, you're listening to a special children's health program on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is registered nurse Patricia Seifert discussing the Looking Down from the Dome program. Ms. Seifert, what types of questions do you ask the students? Well, the 10 questions, and they've been fairly consistent. We've modified them a little bit, but they are the first question, for example, which of the following increases the risk for developing coronary artery disease, in parentheses, the type of disease that may cause a heart attack? So you have there a list, and you would answer true or false, and that includes obesity, smoking, daily tea drinking, exercise, diabetes, high blood pressure. So most of those would be true except for daily tea drinking or exercise. Another one might be high blood pressure increases the risk of, and then you have a choice, stroke, heart attack, kidney failure, heart failure, and most of those would be included in that. Which of the following helps lower your blood cholesterol? Uh, Eat less saturated fat, eat less fish, maintain ideal body weight, uh, perform vigorous physical activity 30 minutes a day. So, those And then, then this question, more women die each year in the U.S. from breast cancer and ovarian cancer combined than heart disease, and that's false. What feedback have you received from the students? The letters. We get the most wonderful letters. I've never seen so many thank yous written by teenagers, and I have had <laughs> teenagers, and uh, Dr. LaFrac has had teenagers. We've all, you know, many of us have had teenagers, and we never thought that they learned the word thank you. They write incredible thank you notes. Very often, they'll include drawings. Um, you know, there was one of of a sort of a illustrating what they thought might be a a surgical scene where you have one person asking, you know, spoon, uh, you know, as if they were asking for a surgical instrument or something. After they say their thank yous, they also very often will say things like, and I'm looking at some of these wonderful letters that I've received over the years, they'll say, this was awesome. This was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. This was absolutely fabulous. I didn't realize what this was like, and then in parentheses, and somebody in my family had the surgery, you know. So they are incredibly appreciative. They are very interested, and it's interesting just to watch the body language. When they first come in, very often you'll see them sort of, you know, the hands across the chest, the absolute lack of any affect whatsoever on their face. And then really within a few minutes, they're, you know, leaning over and watching and asking and, you know, giggling, and and you can tell that they're engaged. So... We get wonderful feedback from the students. They, they really are great. Do you receive feedback from their families? You know, I do not remember having received anything from families. No, I haven't. We will get notes from teachers 
And in fact, we just received the other day not only a note but an invitation to a reception. After RSVP, that one, I guess. Um, but from the National Youth Leadership Forum, because that's one of the groups that will bring, in addition, they're high school students, but you know we have organizations as well as, strictly speaking, high school classes. So we will um, get those kinds of things from teachers. Sometimes the chaperones of the groups are family members. And I'm not sure whether their children are the ones that are writing the notes. But. Ms. Seifert, thank you so much for joining us today to discuss the Looking Down from the Dome program. You are very welcome. Thank you. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to a special Clinician's Roundtable Children's Health Program on ReachMD, XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com or visit us at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.